when we talk about uh, starting off door to door, give me a crazy experience that you had in doing the door to door. I got just bit in the ankle. I had a shotgun pulled on me in Texas. Oh. Yeah. Because <laughs> oh. I was traveling all over the place. I was in Illinois, like Iowa, Texas, Indiana. I was sort of traveling everywhere. Had a shotgun pulled on me, and then I was like, Hey, that this is that's a good sign, you know, and that's a good sign because I'm gonna sell this guy. This guy just pulled up a shotgun on me, and I'm gonna still be like, hey, that that was it's, that that was inspiring to me because I was like, I need to sell this guy, and that's because that's gonna be a crazy story. Hey, what's up, everybody? Thanks for joining me on today's podcast. I'm really excited to be live from Eight Percent Nation, and today my very special guest is the one and only, only. Only Andrew Lee. <laughs> I see what you did there. Okay. What's up, brother? How Eric, are you doing? Come on, man. Thanks for having me, man. Hey, I'm so excited <laughs> because Andrew, again, he's an awesome guy and he's hilarious. We met just uh, last earlier this year, actually, at Medicare Con, and he had just walked up to me, introduced himself, started making me laugh uncontrollably, and I said, I got to have this guy as my friend. So here he is today, and we're going to talk about the other side of Andrew because he's a boss. He's a boss in the health insurance industry, and you actually focus mainly in California, right? That, yeah. that place is your oyster, isn't oh, it? Oh, man, California. Yeah, so I'm from Los Angeles, California. Very underserved, big state. Underserved is the key word, right? Because a lot of people think that they need to immediately contract in multiple states in order to do business. Now, maybe... That's the case if you live in a rural area, but you absolutely don't, right? No. Small town, Los Angeles. So what do you like about the health insurance market itself? So I, I focus on under 65. Um, I like that there's more people 19 to 64 than there are 65 and up. <laughs> you know, I do Medicare. And I've just been doing this for a while. I've been doing this for eight years. So I just, you know, this is my lane, you yeah. know, for, for what it is. And it, it's, it's a... I don't know. In my opinion, I think it's it's a one or it's it's more of an easier sell. Yeah. Just because they already want it, they know what they want. Less education in terms of Medicare, which I love educating people. My Medicare people out there, don't don't, don't get it twisted. <laughs> um, but it, you know, it's just an easier conversation. It's just pretty straightforward. Yeah. Yeah. One hundred percent. Now, one of the things I've noticed is you've recently been doing a lot of investing in yourself, yeah. in mindset training, in uh systems training. So what are some of the things you're getting out of these trainings you've done recently that are going to help you immediately or that have already helped you in your business? Yeah. Just taking out, you know, all the garbage, um, take there, there's, there should be all mental real estate focused on what you want to do as opposed to just, you know, other things. So I, I've, I've shifted my mind, you know, I did invest, uh, in coaching. I, you know, I, I also invested in you too, <laughs> which, <laughs> which come on, come on, everybody should. Everybody should. Come on, um, and it's it's been awesome. You know, it, it's it's only getting better. You know, this is not this is for me just the beginning. You know, I think I'm at I'm ten percent right now. Yeah. You know, I'm, I haven't tapped into my ninety percent yet. And some of this coaching is helping you kind of realize because maybe before you didn't realize that you have a lot of junk in your mind that's wasting time or mm -hmm. that you're doing a lot of things that were not income producing activities. So tell me, tell me more about maybe a couple of things that you personally have identified that were hindering you from growth. Yeah. So it's, it's, I called it laziness, but it's not, it's just, you just weren't doing it. <laughs> it sounds ridiculous, but it's, it's, you just have to, Man, it's so cheesy, but you just have to take action. You just have to really 
you know, the think and grow rich thing. You think about something and then you just do it, you yeah. know? You just do it. Pick yeah. up pick up the phone, whatever, do what you gotta do. You know, make sure you micromanage your time correctly so you're doing like income um, generating activities. And I don't, you know, that, like I said, I'm, I'm getting started with that. It's been my mindset um, I've realized for a long time. Yeah. You know? So I think that where a lot of agents do normally struggle is with what you just mentioned and that just doing it, right? Yeah. How, how did you take yourself from maybe doing, being a little more lazier than normal to just doing it? Like, because I, I've always known that it is really just a flip of a switch where you just got to decide, you know what? Today I'm going to stop sitting here and I'm going to go and do something. Yeah. But for maybe other people who struggle with it, like what was your motivating factor what got you to move from that that needle from being more lazy to just just doing it competition Ooh. straight competition so i thought I, I mean i've you know written millions of dollars worth of policies and you know we'd have a little when i was a captive agent a little like you know office that we do little competitions in there and you know we're all just you know they were like former athletes and stuff and we're just it was just that kind of environment and you see the, the leaderboards and you're like, I need to get up there. So yeah. being independent, it's, it's a different game, right? Because you're competing against yourself, right? And your, your own goals. And when I come out to these kind of things, that just gets the competition. I'm like, man, I'm, okay, so I used to think I was small fish, you know, uh, big pond. Yeah. Now, you know, with, with, I was on the leaderboards. I was in the President's Club with Manhattan Life, and I was like, all right, cool. I got it. You yeah. Know? And I don't think there's anybody really doing covered California. Or, you know, there, there are people that do ACA, but people shy away from it. And yeah. I'm like, why? Why do you shy away? You're, that's money on the table. And that's how I got into Medicare, because I'm, like, I'm leading, or leaving money on the table, not serving, you know, over 65. Yeah. So it was a two-way street, you know? What do you think, though, is causing people to be afraid of stepping into this covered California area? Like, are there, are there some kind of regulations yeah. or things that are hindering people? Yeah. Um, they think there are, <laughs> they, think, they think there are regulations and it's just a license. It's just like taking the AHIP or something. So you're saying it's basically a misconception people yeah. have. It's really yeah. just uh, just like your, a test that they got yeah. yeah, to take yeah. to certify for yeah. the year. Is this a yearly thing? Yeah, it's a yearly thing. And, you know, in person, I'll tell you to go for it and get a non-producer license for California because it is extremely underserved. Not only that, they have, like, the help on demand where they give you free leads if you're, you know, producing a lot. Really? People don't know that. And what happens with free leads is you cross-sell. Wait, so let's reverse here. Okay. 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 Who's giving you the free leads? Help on demand. Is, so, who are they? So help on demand is... It, it's the it's basically the government. So people go on coveredca.com and people who do um, ACA through healthcare.gov, you guys know what I'm talking about. So it's a free lead system. Just and you you just have to sort of sell yourself well. I said that hey, the Korean market is underserved, and they're like okay, that's fine. And you know they are. Everybody's underserved in California, and it's true. <laughs> but that was my way in, and they give you free leads. Yeah. And basically they give you a text message, and it says okay, this lead's gonna expire. You, these are people that literally went on CoveredCA.com on a government website. Yeah. And I need help from a representative. And is Covered CA the marketplace, technically? Mm -hmm. It is the marketplace. Okay. It's, uh, it's California's own marketplace. Okay. So for, um, it's healthcare.gov for all the other marketplace states. Mm -hmm. um, and it's Covered California for us. Okay. And 
they give you free leads. That is dope. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And leads turn into referrals. And, and these people are hot. They're ready to go. Yeah. You know, they're that full intent. Uh, closing ratio is 100% or they go to Medi-Cal. Jeez. And so you normally will always be able to serve them with the product. You can help people yeah. with different products. Now, mm -hmm. what do you typically cross-sell with an ACA plan? Uh, so I'm going to do a dental. My favorite is Manhattan Life. Mm-hmm. DVH, you know, it's a 3,000, you know, it's 60% off as opposed to like a, um, let's say, uh, Emeritus, I think it's like 50%. If I'm wrong, correct me. Um, and Delta Dental, you know, it's a, it's a sexy name, yep. but it doesn't cover anything. Right. You know, um, I like Manhattan because it's, you know, it's indemnity, even if your doctor's not a network. That's how, you know, I, I do that. And then I do like any type of like cancer, critical illness. We don't have critical illness in California, by the way. I've noticed it's difficult to get a product from critical illness approved yeah. in California. Yeah, there's no short term in California, by the way, either. Oh. So everything is pretty much ACA. You know, there are going to be some plans where you can sort of fit that in, maybe like Affiliate American or something like that, mm -hmm. Manhattan Life Affordable Choice. Um, but y there's no short term medical in California, which is, I think, the reason why a lot of people also have that stigma. Like, I don't want to do California, you know, I don't have my broad options. Well, there, there are certain options. Um, there, there's something called TrioMed, if you guys are familiar with um, National General, mm -hmm. they have that in California. You know, it's not the most commissioned, but you know, you cross sell everything together in a family of two, that, that could be, you know, 1500 bucks just off of one call, 15 minutes. That's insane, 15 minutes. 15, probably 15 minutes. <laughs> so then it leads me to think that Traditionally, in the Medicare arena, it seems that the shorter your cycle of sale is, right? So if it, then the, the, the less retention you might have. So if you had mm -hmm. a 15-minute sale, then maybe that person's going to fall off the books by the next year. Mm -hmm. it, what's the retention like in ACA? Great question. Great question. So this is specifically for Cover California. So if you guys are under 65 um, uh, health agents, you guys know that people can snipe NPNs. Right, so your national producer number, you can go on healthcare.gov and you can just switch it, and then you'll get the residuals for it. Ooh, it's it, you know agents complain about that, but you know it, this is the life we chose, so <laughs> it is just what it is, guys. You know, you know, you get sniped from MPN, and then you know you did all the servicing, and then some guy just comes in and just flips it. Yeah, and people get mad about that. So people tend that's another reason why people stay away from ACA. You know, rightfully so. Yeah, in my opinion. Um, Covered California, though, you can't just flip that. They got a protection. They, no, so you got to call in and they got to delegate you or they got to log in and then remove the agent physically. They just make it super hard. Oh, okay. So the business is stickier. Under 65 people in the marketplace have to re enroll their clients every year. I do not have to do that with Cover California. They re enroll themselves. Wow, okay. It's basically like Medicare. It's basically like a Medicare supplement. Yeah, they can just stay just on stay it. Stay on it. Set it and sort of forget it. If you have questions, of course, reach out. Yeah. But I don't have to waste the first week of open enrollment doing that. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, you're selling me on, on wanting to get my... Well, I mean, I actually do have a non-resident in California, so that just might be a little area I start to endeavor into. Well, in person, I'll tell people, hey, you should definitely get it. But now that it's you know broadcasted on this... Huge platform. Uh, no, don't get it. You're gonna just you're gonna be my competition. <laughs> but you love competition. That's I, what's taking you to love, the next level. I do love competition, um, and I will. Yeah, I can and cover, cover California. I'm gonna outsell you 100. Yeah. percent Yeah. 
And, and at the end of the day, as you as you mentioned earlier, it's such an underserved market. You couldn't you couldn't take care of everybody anyway. You know. Yeah, there's it's, a lot of people out there unemployed. Like you, what we were talking about earlier, there's oh, we have open enrollment all year long, guys. You know, the the marketplace is going to stop this month. Yeah. Uh, so August first, they're going to have the two month break, and then they're going to go back into open enrollment. Yep. We had open enrollment all of last year and all of this year, and then another. And we don't stop December fifteenth. California stops gen- traditionally January thirty first. Oh. Yeah. Dang. Okay. So they give you some uh, quite a bit of extra time there. They do. They do. That's and solid. ACA. That's why ACA is king in California for me. You know. Yeah. There are situations where if you are, you know, like when uh, I, I hate getting political, but when Trump was president, you know, people were scared that they, they can't get their citizenship if they have a green card. In California, if you have a green card or I-10 number, you can get covered California, whereas outside in the marketplace, you can't. Okay. Uh, you have to be a citizen. Yeah. Um, and fact check me if I'm wrong. This is the last time I checked, but I, that's generally the case. In California, you can be an asi- asylum or asylee. Uh, you can be a permanent resident. You can be a naturalized citizen or citizen and you can get covered California. Now, the reason why I would sell them like something outside of Cover California, maybe like a short-term Mish kind of plan, mm-hmm. um, is because they were at the time sort of scared that they can't get citizenship, so they would have to go off market. Yeah. Um, I don't know how it is now, you know? Um, so, you know, that's also a, a lane that I sort of went down to. It was yeah. just all ACA, right? Most Perfect. of the time it is. So. With all the new training that you've been getting, because a lot of it is going to start focusing also more on salesmanship from what you've, because I know who you're training with. Yeah. And so there's a huge focus on salesmanship yeah. and making that, again, not a dirty word. Because somehow in our industry, the word sales has become a dirty word. People no. don't want to be that. They just want to be only um, known as educators. But what's helping you to shift your mindset so that you can really fall in love with the process of sales? Well, what are we doing? What are we doing if we're not? What are we doing here in Dallas? Like, wh- why, why would you invest in yourself and think that you are if you didn't sell yourself? Yeah. If you don't sell yourself, you can't sell anything. That's it. You're always selling something, whether it be yourself, yeah. whether it be the product, whether it be a service, yeah. you're selling something, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. What are we doing if we're not selling? <laughs> so you're one of the, I mean, have you always felt this way where you just, you've always loved the idea because that you're a salesman? Like, I love saying I'm a salesman. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. In fact, when people ask me what I do, I just keep it simple. I'm like, I'm in sales. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then, then they, they start to probe more and ask me, well, what kind of sales? And then, and then they keep probing more and more. But I always start with the fact that I'm in sales. Yeah. That's what no, I, I, I started off right out of college doing door-to-door sales. So I was traveling all over the place. That's where, you know, that's sales boot camp right there. Oh, my God. Yeah. You know, they throw you in. There's, it's raining. You know, people are just like, get off my property, this and that. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, that's fine, you know. I got it moving. I got promoted up to manager. I had a team. Um, and that's when I was like, yeah, I'm a salesperson. Um, let me actually just make more money now. Let me get into the insurance industry. <laughs> now I got the skills. I'm going to go make a great life yeah. out of those skills. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So when we talk about uh, starting off door-to-door, give me a crazy experience that you had in doing the door-to-door. You know, the ankle biters, right? The chihuahuas. Yeah. You know, they're, they're, they're on the leash, but they're not really. That leash isn't tight. <laughs> so I go up and it's just like, I see it. That's the one dog I'm scared of. I'm just like, I'm going to walk <laughs> around. you scared of the smallest dog. Yeah. The smallest dogs. dogs are always the ones that are the most ruthless ones. I got just bit in the ankle. I had a shotgun pulled on me in Texas. Oh. Yeah. Because <laughs> oh. I was traveling all over the place. I was in Illinois, like Iowa, Texas, Indiana. I was sort of traveling everywhere. 
had a shotgun pulled on me, and then I was like, hey, that, this, that's a good sign, you know? And that's a good sign because I'm going to sell this guy. This guy just pulled up a shotgun on me, and I'm going to still be like, hey, that, that, was, it, that, that was inspiring to me because I was like, I need to sell this guy. And that's because that's going to be a crazy story. Because that's because the worst thing that could probably happen, well, aside from him actually pulling the trigger and killing you, yeah. but the fact that he pulled a weapon on you yeah. is probably one of the scariest things that could happen to a salesperson. So you're thinking, if I can turn this into yeah. a sale, yeah. this is going to be the story Epic. of all stories. Yeah. So he, so I, I did, so I had the shotgun guy. I had a pistol guy. So there's this guy, he answers the door, it's like half, you know, open, and then he has obviously a concealed kind of, you know, like that, and it's nighttime, you know, granted it's like eight o'clock, and you know, when they, when we're doing it, we're just doing it, you yeah. know, and the, the whole point of you selling at nighttime when you do door to door is to get into the house, yeah. because if you walk around, you're, you're not looking good, right? you know, so that motivates us to get in the house, because the sun is set, <laughs> so I was like, I need to get into somebody's house, man, I don't care if they just, we just chill, yeah. you know. <laughs> And, or you know, we could just talk. I just need to get in the just house. watch Netflix. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because they would just drop you off, and you know, you just get picked up when you get picked up. Yeah. So this guy opens the door, and I, and he has like a, a pistol, and I'm like, hey, you know, I'm I'm working, blah blah, this and that, I'm in the area helping people, and he's like, oh, I thought you were somebody else, and, and I it, thought you were the popo. Yeah, something like that, something <laughs> like that. Um, and so I get into his house finally, cause I, I'm like, hey, this is what I'm doing, but I can order your bill. Yeah. You know, and he's like, all right. And then it's like, all right, well, go ahead and have a seat on your couch. Thank, uh, and he's like, I almost shot you, but I, I'll have a seat on my own couch. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for the permission. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> that's how you roll. You had that, that utmost confidence where mm -hmm. you, you could stroll into someone's house and tell them where to sit. Yeah. And then it was like, well, let me look at your thing. You know, blah, blah, blah. I was selling um, cable at the time. And I was like, oh, this thing's a dinosaur, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and I sold them. Nice. Yeah. So that wow, that's insane. I've never have a, had a gun pulled on me um, because there's two things. I started door-to-door -door selling ancillary policies to small businesses. Okay. Uh, so when I did door-to-door, -door, it was going business to business. And I would go trying to, you know, obviously sell the, the employer on trying to get some plans. But when I went to people's houses in Medicare, because when I started in Medicare, I was in the... Um, I was working the Hispanic market, mm -hmm. and so I was running Spanish leads, and I was going into some of the poorest areas of town and having to go into some pretty crazy places. Mm -hmm. But never have I had a gun pulled on me because that probably would have made me shit my pants. It's a rite of passage. <laughs> <laughs> You're not a salesman unless you've had a gun pulled on you. Yeah. Oh, on. my God. I've had, now, I had a gun pulled on me when I was selling a car before. So I was selling, I was selling, uh, I had a, a 1988 Ford Mustang GT. It was badass, badass, balls mm -hmm. to the walls. But I needed to get rid of it. And so I was selling it to somebody. He wanted to meet at night. And I was just like, well, I'm, I'm going to have to meet you somewhere in a public space. Yeah. And yeah. we were meeting somewhere around, I think it was, it was like, I wasn't thinking, but I was like, let's meet at the mall, park in front of Sears. And I'm thinking, because the mall is closed at like 9, 10 o'clock. Yeah. It was a Sunday. Malls okay. close at six. Okay. Empty parking lot. And so here I am showing my car and the guy was just giving me these weird vibes and he made an offer to me that was, he lowballed me and I said, there's no way I'm not going to accept that. And he started getting real serious at that point. And then he started reaching in what? his pocket and he's like, I want to buy this car for this amount of money. And I'm just like, no, that's too low. Then he pulls it out and he's like, 
I want to buy this car for this amount of money. And I'm just like, at this point, now I'm silent. Now it's not about, well, let's make a deal. Now it's like, how am I going to survive this? Did he just watch The Godfather or something? He like made an offer you can't refuse? Right? And I'm just like, (laughs) the crazy thing, this dude looked like Eminem, right? Bleached blonde hair, white dude. And I'm just like, but I'm thinking to myself, what the hell did I get myself into? You know, and I'll tell you one thing. I had, I never met anybody else at night. Ever again after that. Don't do that. But uh, but I ha- so I've had a gun pulled on me, but it was for trying to sell my car, not for door knocking. So yeah, I guess uh, I, ha- I don't ha- I haven't gone through that rite of passage. But I'll tell you, I don't want to ever have a gun pulled on me again. Yeah, man, phone sales all day. <laughs> all day, and that that's mainly how you do your ACA sales, yeah. right? Yeah, it's, I'm I'm purely phone. I I would not go out. It's not worth the time, in yeah. my opinion. You know, I, I just it's. Driving, I mean, COVID really, you know, you guys can probably understand, COVID really put that into perspective. Like, do I have to go into somebody's house? Yeah. You know, driving mileage, tracking miles and stuff. It just, my tonality is better over the phone anyway. And I have more like a straight line kind of thing where I just, my talk path is just boom, 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 boom. Yeah. And then, do you yeah. have a script? Do you have like a written script that you use? No, but I have... I've been doing this for too long and yeah. I just know you have a process. Yeah. I have a process. I don't veer towards it. I say the exact same thing every time, you know, so you could turn it into a script if you wanted to. Absolutely. Yeah. Because you basically are repeatedly doing the same thing over and over. Absolutely. I like that. So I want to finish off with asking one more question that I think is uh, really important. And in the Medicare space, there is a heavy emphasis on making sure you contract with the right FMO or the right upline who can provide training, who can provide support, who, who can do a little bit of hand-holding. Yeah. Do you think that same emphasis exists in the ACA market or no? No, no. Uh, I, I've been captive for a while, you know, so that's that was sort of hand-holding. What a lot of people, what I don't understand is people think that ACA is complicated, and I would say Medicare is more complicated. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a quick, hey, do you want this kind of plan? And they already sort of know because they've had health insurance before, whereas, you know, we're doing whole seminars about A and B, and then here's D, and then here's a penalty this, and then, you know, that, and then let's wait six months until you turn 65, and then yeah. I'm going to follow back up with you seven times, and then, uh, <laughs> you know, that. Yeah. Whereas ACA is just like, okay, cool, so you're going to get this plan, you can get this plan, this is the copay, copay, deductible, out-of-pocket maximum, God forbid if something happens, and then it's going to come with dental, and then uh, also a cancer policy. Uh, throw some statistics in there. And uh, done. Make, make your show. Yeah. That's dope. Yeah. So really, at the end of the day, the FMO is going to play a big part in what you do, which in reality, the FMO can only play a part for a short period of time anyway. Yeah. But you're going to be the one who's going to determine your destiny. Yes, you do need to if you're new to ACA, you do need a mentor. Like you do. You know, you it, I make it sound like it's easy just because it is easy for me, but I I wasn't it wasn't always easy for me. Right. So, I would encourage you to if you guys are with your FMOs, you know, train with your FMOs first, like maybe join the FMO first and if you want to go direct you can. I would recommend getting all the help you can, you know. So FMO is going to be a good route. If you guys are captive, I think that sometimes, I guess, like, in my situation, it was the best situation just because. You speak to that because I think a lot of people have uh, demonized the idea of being captive in certain certain arenas. But I've always felt that 
and especially when, you know, with running a call center, that's exactly what I did. I hired somebody, paid them a salary and a bonus structure, fed them all their leads. Yeah. But because not everybody is built to be 100% independent and support themselves. Yeah. You know, so, so speak to why it was a good fit for you. Yeah, I needed to be an LOA agent. Like, I needed to sit down in a cubicle and I needed to grind it out and I needed the leads provided and I needed to work on my craft. Now that I've worked on my craft, I know what to do. I can do this in my sleep now. Then, you know, I was independent, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, there should, I mean, I, I get why there's fear with agents uh, being captive or LOAs even, um, just because they're like, well, what, what if I made the wrong, wrong choice? Right. You know, whereas this time, I mean, I think, thankfully, you know, I, I did sort of make a right choice, um, but it's just all experience and it just accumulates and then snowballs and then here you are, you're powerful, independent yeah. agent. There you go. It's, yeah. it been, that's that's one of the things that I think too many people want to get to from, from zero to 60 in two seconds when yeah. a lot of times it's going to take longer than that. And maybe if you set your mind right to know, hey, this is going to be a process, yeah. but the process pays off at the end. Yeah. I mean, it's still a lot of times better than the alternative, right? If you really know, like myself, I, I always tell my people, for me as an example, I worked for an FMO for 12 years. Mm -hmm. I didn't own the FMO. Right. I was working towards owning it, right. you know, and, and doing a buyout. But I worked for 12 years for an FMO, but I gained so much knowledge and experience and relationships through doing that. And now here I am where I am, 100% independent on my own. Yeah. And I just don't know that I would do it any other way, at least for me. And for so many, I think that's the path that should be taken where you just... It's just the right way, in my opinion. You're you're super powerful now. Yeah. I mean, like, well, <laughs> you had to go through that. You had to go through that. And yeah. Man, look, you're one of the killers. Somebody I admire. I industry. appreciate that. I appreciate that. Well, like I said I think that um, this conference is really awesome to get around so many power players. Yeah. Get around so many people who. They're just like you and me. Yeah. Right. Right. We're really nothing special. Right. I'm nothing special. Me I'm not going to say you are. You're special. No. I'm you know, but what kind of special are you talking about? <laughs> but I'm nothing special, right? And, and so I did, but I like to get around people so that they can get to know me better yeah. and get to be like, man, Eric's just Eric. Like, right, if he right, did right. it, then why can't I? Right, right, right. That's the that's the name of the game. So that's what I love about these industry uh, events, and yeah. and that's why I think it's worth the investment. Even if a lot of people might complain, well. I'm not getting anything from it. Well, you have to go in with the right mindset, mindset yeah. that you can, that you will grab something out of this event and that you will, because even if it's just one thing, yeah. but it ends up changing your agency or helping you grow in your agency, isn't it worth it? Yeah, exactly. And uh, speaking on mindset, one of my closing statements is going to be, and this is what I preach with ACA, the lead, the cost per lead is terrible. If you're just doing ACA, please cross sell everybody, please cross sell. It's going to make, life easier you, your one client is going to be a lot more money than it's basically like having three clients if you're going to cross right. sell three things or if you're going to sell three things at once so if you're an ACA please cross sell you're doing yourself a disservice because it fits it's perfect it's a perfect fit it's not hard to cross sell not but at all even just we did some in the elevator right up here we did some quick math right right basically you said right. okay if I were writing a hundred apps a hundred new clients a month and and I was getting on average I was getting paid 20 bucks per person as earned, right? Yeah. That'd be two grand that I got paid. But let's say I spent $6,000 in advertising to get those 100 clients. Yeah. Well, I'm obviously in the negative, right? Mm -hmm. Because I spent 6,000, I earned 2,000. Mm -hmm. So I'm 4,000 in the negative. Well, how do you correct that? Well, if 50% of that 100 clients that you just wrote 
by the DVH alone. Mm-hmm. Alone. Right? The DVH normally will pay you in advance 190 bucks or 170 bucks, something more, like that. Yeah, as you get up to, yeah. Yeah, and so it, it, it'll pay you about that much, which if 50 of your clients bought a DVH as well, that's an additional over nine grand that'll mm-hmm. come in, like 9,500 bucks that comes in. So now you got $9,500 coming in from the DVH in advance mm-hmm. so that you can now, you know, you also have $2,000 coming from the 100 clients you're writing. Mm-hmm. So now you're at 11500 bucks that have come in in commissions and you had 6000 in investment. So you're still going to be $5,500 in the positive. Yeah. Right? And that's only cross-selling one product. You, right. you're, you were saying you cross-sell multiple, not just one. Yeah. So that means that's only, you could end up making fifteen grand in a given month Right. More than, yeah. Even more than that. Yeah. And the cool thing is, is that the ACA commissions start to compound just like in Medicare. The residuals start yeah. to compound month after month after month. So you go hard six months. Yeah. You could build yourself a block of 600 clients. Yeah. And now you're getting paid that over and over every single month on top of all the commissions you got from the cross sell. And if you're in Medicare, I call it front money. I call it drug money. It's <laughs> like that upfront, you know, that upfront. If you want money now, you got to sell life insurance or health insurance, yeah. you know, just under 65. And then the Medicare is going to start compounding. You yeah. Know? So if you're newer, I mean, it's just money up front. I would recommend if you're not doing a- ACA, like you're, you guys are really leaving money on the table. Yeah. Yeah. hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. Well, brother, thank you so much for doing this interview with Thanks me. me. I've been wanting to interview you for a while, so I'm glad we could do it here in person at yeah. the event at 8% Nation. This is a lot of fun. Yeah. And definitely as we go through the years, I'm going to continue to interview you, catch up with you because um, we're good friends, man. And yeah, I man. love talking with you. You're, you're, you're a blast to hang out with. So yeah, if you ever see Andrew at an event, you need to go say hi. You need to go hang out. You need to buy him a drink. Because he will open <laughs> up to you and he will just start making you laugh. So, guys, thanks so much for watching and we'll see you on the next video. Hey, thanks for watching the podcast. If you like the content, please hit the like button, subscribe to the YouTube channel. That way you can get notified when more new content comes out. We'll see you on the next one.